Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to season two, episode 34 of the Highway to Heaven podcast, hosted by me, Elaine Murphy, and of course, yours and mine is truly Brian Crump. And this episode that was taught by Deaconess Lily Wood was just awesome. Another episode, another a blessed message that we all needed to hear. And this particular episode topic is the flesh is never satisfied. And that could not be a more true statement. And God wants us to learn to walk in the spirit so that we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And I'm telling you, this is uh, going to be a good message. And me and I'm Brian Crump. We're going to, the love of my life, we're going to expound and recap on exactly what she taught. And I'm telling you, we enjoy doing this every week. Every, uh, the messages are great. Every Sunday morning at 8 a.m., the podcasts are released. And I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed at this particular episode. And in saying that, Um, What we're going to do first is, as usual, we're going to go to a break. And then when we come back is me and yours and mine is truly Brian Crump of the Dear America. I'm telling you, he's doing really great with this podcast. It's a new podcast that he started probably about a few months ago. And I'm telling you, it's awesome. Great, great episode topics. Um, And I'm telling you. Just go to uh, anchor, anchor.fm backslash dear, the lowercase, dear hyphen America. And I'm telling you, you'll be glad that you did. So we're going to go to a break and we'll be right back after this, these, these sponsored messages. We'll be right back. Elaine Murphy, the senior anchor of the Bible Table Chat. Did you know that we advertise for small or large businesses for a fraction of the cost? Yes, for a minimum of just $9.99 support a month. Your business advertisement will be applied to every episode sponsored commercial break. Our sponsored commercial messages are heard around the world in seven countries and counting. Especially if your product or services are purchased through Amazon.com. Just go to anchor.fm backslash lowercase Elaine hyphen Murphy number seven. That's E-L-A-I-N-E hyphen no space Murphy M-U-R-P-H-Y and the number seven. Then select the support button and the easy instructions will follow. If you have any questions, just go to our message there on the after the link and then or 
our email, which is Bible Facts, one word, no space, capital B, number 100 at gmail.com. And thank you for your support in advance. Have a good day. of you would love to make God your partner for greater success? How many of you want to learn to live with the rhythm of each season for maximum productivity? And how many of you want to learn how to move forward from bad relationships or church hurts? Well, the books Understanding the Seasons and Times and When Wolves Come are the books for you. Written by Nirvana Winston, who is a writer with both wisdom and simplicity, giving tools and insights into kingdom living for everyday life. She shares witty stories and personal encounters. Pick up your copy today before they're all gone. Go to Amazon and hashtag when wills come and hashtag understanding the seasons and time. Get your copies today. You'll be glad that you did. Well, thank you for listening in from around the world. Did you know that now Brian Crump is now doing a new exciting thing with his brand new podcast, Dear America, Knowledge is Power. What an awesome title for his new, fresh, new conversations and new uh, information. Very exciting. You'll never have a dull moment. Just tune in to him and get check it out. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Just go to anchor.fm backslash lowercase dear hyphen America and I'm telling you you'll enjoy it you'll be glad that you did well welcome welcome back I hope you enjoyed those positive messages guess who I got here with me Mine and yours truly, my baby, my fiance, Brian Crump of Hello. Dear America. Knowledge is power. How are you doing? And with great power comes great responsibility. That's true. That's true. I am feeling good. How about you? I bet you are. I am feeling good. It feel like I've been on cocaine, even though I don't take <laughs> drugs. I don't take drugs, but it just feels that way because of... A, a, a very good week. Oh, he had a very good week. He's on a spiritual high. That's what he's trying to say. No, Brian Crump does not do drugs. But <laughs> he's making a face now, but that's okay. Anyway, this is season two, episode 34 of the Highway to Heaven podcast. And this week's episode is outstanding. The message was off the chain. And it's called 
never the flesh is never satisfied and it's such a true a true fact according to according to the word of god and today me and brian are gonna expound on what deaconess lilywood taught this morning i'm telling you it was just awesome i think i forgot which episode it was of highway to heaven but she also taught one called always satisfied so at first i was thinking it was part two but really it was just an extension um talking about how the flesh can be deceiving and how it's never satisfied and so what me and brian are gonna do as we always do is we're gonna recap and expound on this awesome wonderful message and so so what do you think baby you ready i'm ready <laughs> you <gonna> stop. <laughs> i am ready awesome awesome then what we're going to do is jump right into um the expounding and recapping on the scriptures that was brought forth go right ahead baby you want to read the first one Okay, as I always say, I'm reading through uh, King James Version. You may have a different one, New International, Living Word, American Standard, and other such. But just as long as it has the Word of God, then we all can agree with that. So here's the King James Version. We're going to start off in Proverbs chapter 30. Okay, we're going to have to speak up to Verses 15 and 16. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 15 and 16. The horse leash hath two daughters, crying, give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not, it is enough. The grave and the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. So this particular scripture was also one of the the verses that was on the other episode that she taught called Always Satisfied, but it still has the same very views and more important views about it that when your flesh is going through, those things represent the things of the flesh always wanting because we're talking about the flesh never being satisfied. Mm-hmm. So when she used the women, um, she was just saying how people are always lusting. Those who can't have a baby are always seeking and wanting to have that child. Mm-hmm. So it's just a form of not being satisfied without children. Although they may eventually have one, they may eventually not. But a wiser way to deal with that would have said it if it be God's will. Right. Instead of always longing and wanting and you know, complaining about how they don't have and wishing they could have. So, <laughs> so what do you say about that particular scripture? You know, when you agree that, one thing I wanted to also add was when I was at, I remember during the, the, uh, the service when she was talking about that, I said, yeah, I said, it seems like mentioning the women and then how she even brought up the land. How the land is always longing for the water, which is true. The grass loves the rain because it helps it grow. It's like a nurturing type thing. Um, so 
it is okay to desire those things that help you grow but sometimes you get some people are just constantly wanting instead of just asking god god let your will be done on this area right okay what do you have to say do you have anything to say on that subject well the one thing i can say is um i can use it for like a personal experience now i'm not going to tell our viewers every piece of detail right but i will say you know i i do have a job and i was led to um, look for another job yes and i went on indeed.com i will say where i went to you know indeed.com but i did not put applications into every job Mm -hmm. i only put my application to one specific job and then that was it and come to find out which is why i'm happy that job um has extended a job offer so to never be satisfied would be let's say if i went on indeed and went through 23 different companies Mm -hmm. because i'm not satisfied with just putting in for one company believing that if it's meant for me to have that's i'm going to have that by faith right so that's the way how how i relate to that scripture is we all need a job we all need to provide for families and things like that right but it's always good to ask the lord with what you want and be faithful instead of asking the lord what you want and then still veering off to try and help him out right that's so true i like what you did there and yes that's what i meant about earlier i was talking about he was on a spiritual high Uh, and that's because god had actually opened a door um for a job he actually wanted he didn't apply for every single last job he just dropped in and just said if it be god's will it be god's will and guess what it was god's will yeah so um, that's very exciting too. So I can see what it means. I'm actually on a spiritual high because of what God did. So I can get that. So congratulations once again to him. And it just benefits both of us. I told him everything good, everything positive that he does uh, for, for his life, it affects both of us. Mm-hmm. And he's the same way with me. That's why I don't really try to make any types of choices unless I'm talking with Brian as well because um, that's where it actually has to be otherwise you always have these bumping heads and going stuff. different yeah. directions and that's not even in, in right to do but yeah in saying that then that was a good a good good thing and like I said congratulations Thank you. so in saying that what is the next scripture we're gonna go over to Matthew Chapter 7, verse 23. And it states, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Hmm, read that again, baby. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Right, so Jesus was just saying that if you're not living a life for him, then you're not from him. And you can't be satisfied um, living any other life and wanting to live for Christ. You can't live any other type of life and want to live for Christ. 
Now, in reference to iniquity, it means immoral or grossly unfair behavior. Right. So, if we kind of read that scripture again, and then I will profess unto them, I never knew you, depart me, ye that work immoral and gross acts. Yeah. Just, just as in the, that's exactly what it means. But in addition to what I was just saying, that's what I meant. To walk outside of God's character and act like this world is is gross. Did it say that? Immoral. Yes, immoral and gross. Um, Actions. Yeah, act, acts and wickedness, stuff like yeah. that. It, it all falls up on the same umbrella. You can't enter into the kingdom of God with all of that. Amen. Anything else you want to say about that one? Or you want to move on to the next wonderful scripture? I think it's kind of like self-explanatory. Right. It wasn't like the first one where you have to like explain a little bit. True. It was kind of like Yes, it was. I believe that. Okay, <laughs> the next uh, one, we're going to go in John, and we're going to hang out with John for a while because there's a few more scriptures for John. So let's go ahead and hang out with Old St. John, chapter 4, verse 14. But whosoever drinketh of all the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. That word of water is the living word of God. Yes. And so that's what that means there. Yeah, that's one thing is for sure. If we take up his word, his water, his living water, and apply it to our lives, mm-hmm. we're going to achieve eternal life. We'll never need of anything. We'll never thirst after anything. And that's um, <clears throat> about being satisfied. Because exactly. Because when, when you drink the water of the Lord, which is the scriptures, it will satisfy you. And the one thing that I can state too is think about your own personal life, right? Think about if you're thirsty and you drink a soda, mm-hmm. okay? Soda has carbonation mm-hmm. and it has high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Now, high fructose corn syrup makes you more thirsty, believe right. it or not. So that's why when you're thirsty and you drink a Pepsi or a 7-Up or anything that has a high amount of high fructose corn syrup mm-hmm. you will still be thirsty but when you drink water which is pure h2o that quenches that thirst and it helps the organs of the body too so it actually cleanses mm-hmm. your entire body so i agree with like that the word of god so <clears throat> when you're looking for something specific and you go through a concordance and you look for whatever it is you're looking for and you read and there's other verses to support that one verse you're looking for then that will quench your thirst about what you're looking for mm-hmm. because there's other verses that may explain it different ways than the original verse mm-hmm. just like we have different translations King right. James, NIV, American Standard they explain things in different ways but it's still the word of God right Absolutely. I have I couldn't have explained it better. Well, thank you, sweetie. Okay. Okay, like I said, we're gonna hang out with our pal John here for a second. So <laughs> we're gonna John. go to um, 
chapter 6, verse 35. Okay, 6.35, and it states, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And that's kind of similar to that the one we just read, I think before the last one there, where it talks about those that take of his drink mm-hmm. shall never thirst. So that's just an extended. I bet you if you did a reference, you'll find a ton of scriptures uh, throughout the word of God that talks about the living water, excuse me, the living word of God. Mm-hmm. So reread this one again. Okay, so let me go back to it. John chapter 6, verse 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. There you go. He said, you come to him, you'll never hunger, and whoever believeth in him shall never thirst. Mm -hmm. So those two things there means Jesus will certainly satisfy you and guess what if you don't do those things you consume by your flesh you'll always be wanting so it's just the opposite that's a positive sign but it is is you know this this world is full of deceptions and trips and it's it's tricks and addictions and the more you feed your flesh Right. The more, like you said, the more you want because it will never be satisfied with just one thing. So think about those who use drugs. You know, you do uh, cocaine, which is an upper, mm-hmm. and your your brain is used to that surge of dopamine because it's an upper. Mm-hmm. You take more of it because why? People can never duplicate that first high. Oh, wow. So they tried... They do more. They do more to try time. And, and that's a, a way of saying that the flesh, because it's a fleshy thing with the dopamine, mm-hmm. is never satisfied. You need right. to do more to get satisfied, and you can't because you can never duplicate that first. Yeah, you just end up dying. Mm-hmm. You you actually end up a slow killing yourself because your high can can be so high until it just ruins your 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 life. Right. Yeah. It kills you. So, yeah, that's that's a good example there. Okay, like I said, we're going to stay in John. So, we're going to go to chapter 10, verse 28. Chapter 10, verse 28. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. When I think about, read that one more time. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You know, that's amazing that God loves us that much. He loves us that much. And not only that, when it makes me think about how our loved ones, our loved ones that have passed away, um, they're now in that state of eternal life. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about anything. You know, it's just a blessing. And even here, we're guaranteed eternal life. I mean, I want to live because I want to. You want to live to enjoy the beauties. You want to live like I want to be here for you. 
and in my family and stuff. It's very important to me to to have life, but it's also important for me to live healthy, to be healthy and happy, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and to be able to enjoy that that benefit there, you know. Um, but I do know if something did happen to me, I know where I'm going. Right. And that's the main thing, you know. You know, um, I saw this movie. Um, it was with Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about which one. I don't know if it was the first one, the second one, or the third one. I believe I have three. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody jumped on this boat. No, it was the mummy. It was the mummy with Brandon Fraser. So it was the, the, the first one. And they was trying to get this book of, of the dead to read the curses of the earth. And the the one guy who was sworn to protect the book, you know, he was a Middle Easterner. Mm-hmm. And he said something that was really, really interesting. He says, um, the other guy says, I'm going to kill you if you don't give me this book. And then the other guy says, my soul is prepared. What about yours? Oh, wow. And That was deep to say. It's, it's kind of interesting because movies, if you really listen to movies, you can catch some of the spiritual references. Oh, yeah. And some of the things that you may know about, like on this topic, is never satisfied. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're never satisfied... And it, it does say that he will not, that no one can pluck him out of his hand. That we will stay within his hand. It's just like what you said. Those who are not with us, they still have internal life because they know where they are. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I brought that up. You know, my soul is prepared. Mm-hmm. It's yours. So if I'm going to die, I know I'm going to go. Do you know where you're going to go? That's true. That's true. So I just find that kind of interesting. That was very interesting. And just to hear that from a pop cult, a pop cultural reference of a, of, of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. Okay, so we're going to go to John chapter 10. Oh, we just did that. John chapter 10, verse 28. Um, but that's a very good... That's, that's something a very that, good script that you can read over and over again. And it provides encouragement, too, for those who may um, not be encouraged at this time. I think that's a very encourageable It is. Verse. Okay, so chapter 11, verse 26. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Yes, absolutely. You know, and this is what Jesus was saying. Jesus repeat it again. I like the way Jesus said that. Say it again. Now we know Jesus talking riddles, right? But we also know that he explained the riddles to his disciples in private. Okay, Mm -hmm. and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of John three sixteen. Right. Believeth thou this? True. Meaning, do you believe this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So those that believe in him and have given your life to Christ, you're going to receive the crown of life. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, It's already sealed. Once you get saved and you turn from your wicked ways 
and you you strive to live his word, it's a it's a done deal. And once you are saved, don't think you can get away with anything. Oh yeah, that's I mean, if you're not saved, there's a lot of things you can probably get away with because the Holy Spirit is now giving you that conviction in your that's spirit. That's true. But when you're saved and you know the difference in right and wrong and you know God's plan for you and you do something wicked or something bad, sometimes that Holy Spirit provides that conviction. And all, that's true. And you also got to remember, you never truly get away with anything, whether you're a Christian or not. The only difference between a Christian is they're they're forgiven. That means that all they need to do is repent and turn. Recognize your fault and seek God and say, Lord, help me in this area. But for those that don't, they think they're getting away. They may be able to deceive me and you, mm-hmm. but they can't deceive God. You know, he'll he'll he brings things to pass. And and that's the whole idea of the whole, whole entire book is to show you how to live. Mm-hmm. To keep from hurting yourself and hurting other people, you just be honest, you know. Now, true forgiveness and true repentance comes from when you repent of your sins is to understand the mistake that you made, mm-hmm. how you made that mistake, and not to make that mistake. Because if you keep making the same mistake, man, then that means you truly have not repented from it well how many times would you like to this is just another example how many times would you like to fall on the same cut Mm -hmm. like you have a heavier when i was little maybe not now but you know how you can get like a a a gash or a skin scrape Mm -hmm. or something on your knee i mean who would want to continue to get the same scrape in the same spot i don't think that you want to do that anyway because how can you have growth? Right. And how can you continue? How can you heal is my point. If you keep hitting the same sore and poking at the same spot, which is, to me, is extremely painful to do. And you will have a permanent scar there. It's kind of like if Elaine was to hit me with the pillow mm-hmm. on my arm in the same arm all the time, eventually... She's going, no, not to hit me in that arm. <laughs> right. If I wanted that's, to hit Brian, if, right, if I wanted to hit Brian, I wouldn't use a pillow. I just punch him in the arm. That's okay. I have pinchers. <laughs> he got this thing about pinching me, I'll tell you. Okay. We but okay, want... to the last verse. Okay. The last verse. Like the song, to the window, to the window, to the to last the window, verse, to the last to the wall. verse. The last verse, the last verse. Okay, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness. Without covetousness. Oh, covetousness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake. Do you know what that word covetousness means, baby? No, what does to it covet? Mean? It means like, you know how other people look at other people's properties mm-hmm. and desire it? That's not good. So it's kind of like the scripture says, thou shalt not covet, covet. another person's wife. Why? Mm-hmm. So if it's not healthy, 
it's okay for people send your your wife you may get a compliment like i get compliments all the time you get compliments all the time uh but is this to the point where they begin to want your wife or your husband then that would be covetousness or anything that they have because it says you shouldn't covet your neighbors anything mm-hmm. not their house they got not the car they got just like we shouldn't look at someone else who got a big house got a big dodge ram truck <laughs> and covet their truck their truck is their truck mm-hmm. it doesn't say you can't get one but don't covet over theirs till you just want to wait until they leave their keys on the table and take it or I'm wait, snatching them. Or, or wait for somebody else's, which is sad, but to to commit adultery by waiting. Look, David did it, but to wait until some man gone and his wife is at home or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened with uh, Uriah's wife and David. Now it's amazing because David is a man that God chose, but once again, like I always say. Just is whom you yield your vessel to. David just yielded his vessel to looking at Uriah's wife, Bathsheba. Um, it said he watched her for a while. So covetousness set in. And him being king, it you would probably ask the question. This is part of his flesh. He was acting out of his flesh. He sent for her. And I asked myself, I used to ask myself, what would make a married woman want to go to a single man's or another man's house? Even if they call. Back then, you couldn't tell King, no. She would have been, she can be in trouble for that. So I don't know if David would have done anything about it, but she did it out of order. Mm -hmm. So she went to his house and he slept with her. That goes to show you how being in certain positions, being in certain like a king, you know you don't tell a king no. It's it's bad consequences. So I can see why Bathsheba went, but it still wasn't right for David to sleep with his wife and give her a child. While Urias, while he sent Urias, who was a backline fight fighter, but he didn't want Urias to find out about what he did to his wife. So what do you think he did to Urias? Put him in the front, in the heat, heated part of, because he knew he would be killed. He was in, he had a rank. He told him to put Urias way at the front of the heat of the fire. And he got killed. All to get his wife. That's covetedness right there. That's a person that's um, so determined to fulfill their Adam flesh and their nature and the lust. And David, it wasn't like David didn't have other women. Back then, concubines was normal. He might have had 10, 12, 59 of them. Why would he want Urias' wife? That's all Urias had. His one woman. Lust. Covetousness. I would say No. <laughs> right? Yeah, bad. But in saying that, was is that the last scripture? Yes, ma'am. Then that we have come. It wasn't that interesting, especially the last part about David. Now David was an amazing man of God. The Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. And, and don't forget, David has also made 
the flag of Israel, of Israel, which is the Star of David. Exactly. And he also wrote most of Psalms. But he still did those things. So thank God for God's mercy and grace at the same time. But you know what? Did David, we're going to say this about the flesh and the um, Adam nature. Did David actually get away with that? No, he didn't. If you follow David's children, you see all kinds of patterns of, of different things because of that generational curse, that act that he did. So God forgave him, yes, but because of his sin, his kids had little seeds of different things that they did because of the acts of David. Um, doesn't mean God didn't love them, but it's still stuff will play out in your kids if you don't get rid of it. And um, so in saying that, we have come to the conclusion and a part, the end of season two, episode 34 of the Highway to Heaven podcast on the flesh is never satisfied. Wasn't that a good one though, baby? It was. Awesome. So in saying that, before we leave, we're going to say a word of prayer. We're going to all bow our heads and we're going to pray. Father, I just thank you today. Father, Lord, we thank you for your word of God. Father, we ask you to touch people out there, God. Touch touch those, Lord, who desire to know you. And Lord, we ask you to strengthen us, God. Let us every day, Father, let us always keep you first. And let us always have you on our hearts and our minds so that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Father, we just thank you. I thank you for Brian um, putting us together, God. We thank you for our sisters and brothers in the Lord those tuning in and listening in. Father, we ask you to bless everyone to the Lord to always do what's right and never listen to the flesh. And Lord, we ask you to forgive us if we have. Uh, We all have sinned and fall short, but we know you purified us through your blood. Lord, bless people around the world to do what's right in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua. Uh, Father, bless and deliver in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And saying that once again, thank you for tuning in to the Highway to Heaven podcast every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Thank you. God bless you. Peace and love. See you. See you. Bye-bye.